here's Mike Johnson, our TSN hockey analyst. Um, we're just talking about McDavid, Johnny, and you know the idea of him rolling through town. He'll be he'll be here on Saturday night. He, what he did in Buffalo, he's lapping the field. He's got ten more goals than anyone else in the league. He's got twenty more points than Drysaddle, thirty six more points than the third place guy at Kucherov. Like Gretzky, you were young when Gretzky was doing his thing. You were watching it when Lemieux was doing his thing. Like that's kind of where he's at, isn't this Lemieux and Gretzky like compared to what everyone else is doing in the league? Yeah, he's in that same kind of conversation, and I think that's that is it. Like whatever era you're talking about, however where goals are scored, like the difference is what's astonishing, right? The difference between him being the best offensive player and whoever you think the second best guy is, whoever it is, he's miles ahead of those players in every way now, goal scoring as well. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of hard to wrap your head around. Like, we're all in the NHL. We're all being as good as we can be, trying as hard as we can be. And even if that guy's the best, he's not supposed to be able to be that much better than <laughs> everyone else, and yet he is. It's, it's, uh, and I, I start trying to think of like another sport. to be like, it's like the leading scorer in basketball was scoring like 43 a game. You know, he's like 20, 30% higher than the next best guy. And if you did that in basketball or if you did that, you know, in, in, in football, if someone threw for 6,000 yards, the next best guy had 4,500. Like, that's what he's doing. And I think if it was other than hockey, it would be talked about even more as kind of the incredible nature of, of, how, of how well he's doing this year. Yeah, yeah it's wild. It, it really is wild. And I was trying to think of, like, hypothetical trades. Like, is there a, is there a combo combination of players, two players, that any team could, could offer up in the league where Edmonton would accept it? There's one. Which McKinnon one? McKinnon and McCarr. Yeah, I was just going to say McKinnon and McCarr, yeah. That's, That's it. I mean, maybe Matthews and Marner. I mean, maybe. But but McKinnon and McCarr, I think, probably would be the one that would get their attention. But, yeah, like that. We're talking about, you know, two of the top five players in the world, and maybe you'd have to think about making a trade for him. Uh, it, it's, it's something. But the wild part, though, is as great as he is, and we just went through why he undeniably is having one of the best seasons in memory, like the Oilers are just sort of in the playoffs. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to make it, but it's not like they're home and cooled and comfortable and locked up anything. Like they're, they're scrapping to not be a wild card team despite – the ridiculousness of what he and, for that matter, Drysettle and Nuge and Hyman are all doing this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're all putting up numbers, and and it feels like they're getting going a little bit, though, doesn't it, Johnny? Like, is it the Ekholm? I mean, Campbell's still a problem. Like, he's, yeah, yeah. he's well, still they're playing a big the other issue. guy. The, the Skinner's played well, but Campbell has hit the ditch again. And the, you know, to me, they've they've got to play Skinner in a in a fashion where. They're they're feeding off of him. Or the other night, Johnny, I don't know if you saw, but like it was counterproductive with Campbell in the net. They scored five. That was a winnable game against Winnipeg in the back to back, and you end up leaving two points on the table because Campbell just. I mean, he was awful that night. There's no getting around it. Yeah, yeah, and Skinner played really well in Buffalo actually to win that yeah. game the other night. So yeah, I, I think the point of experimentation or of rehabilitation of Jack's game or of, you know, massaging him back into that number one spot, I think that ship has sailed. I mean, I think if he plays well enough to get it, good. But I don't think you can do anything but treat Skinner as the starter and Campbell as the backup and rotate them accordingly and give them the right matchups and get prepared for Stuart Skinner, who's been more than fine this year. I mean, he's, he's been sort of a, a top 
15, 18 goaltender in the league um, and get him ready to be the starter. Because I, I don't think at this point you can, you can count on Jack to, 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 to get his game together in time to be ready to go to the playoffs. With Mike Johnson, our TSN hockey analyst, Johnny calling the game tonight, Leafs Devils on TSN 4. All right, let me offer up a hypothetical here for you, Johnny, because um, we were talking about this earlier, where Morgan Riley's at, where Matthews is at, then even where Murray came up. And I'm like, we're a month and a half out, and your projected number one goalie, your number one defenseman, your number one center have not been at their best or not have been reliable, whether it's based on injuries or what have you, and all three of them have dealt with that. Of those three guys, Murray, Riley, Matthews, if the Leafs could could you know, snap their fingers and they, that guy returns back to his best form, not above and beyond that, but healthy and at his best form, which guy do you think they'd choose? Well, like, is, is Murray's best form like the Penguins from 17? Yes, and healthy. And, and, and no, it is probably him then, probably, uh, because he was awesome those first couple of years, uh, an incredible goaltender and, and won those games in the playoffs. Uh, if it's more kind of realistic form, it's Austin Matthews, right? Because they don't have anyone else that can do what he can do. Like Morgan Riley, with all the defense around, like you can manage what you ask of him in the playoffs. You can make sure he doesn't have to check too much or match up against their team's best line, and that's okay. And if it's not Murray, you got Samson off, and that's okay. But you don't have anyone else who could do what Austin Matthews does when he's at his best. Last year, he was the best player in the world. He's not been that. He's, he's not been that this year at all. Um, so... Uh, I think realistically, like not taking all the way back with Murray, probably Austin Matthews. I don't think the Leafs, I, I don't think they go far this year, certainly not through the second round, but maybe not even through the first round without him being better than he's been um, at, for stretches this season. Uh, one of the hallmarks of Austin Matthews was and has been his consistency, and he just hasn't sort of had that level of excellence every game that we are used to seeing out of him, and they need to get him back to that before – they start the playoffs. Johnny, what about a guy like Michael Bunting, uh, you know, getting moved around the lineup? What do you yeah. see in that situation? What do you think he needs to do to, you know, kind of get, we'll call it, I, I don't know if he's in the doghouse, but maybe get back into the good graces and maybe get moved up the lineup? Well, I, well he's in the doghouse, and it's a demotion. Okay. I mean, there's no other way to put it. You got taken from Martyrs and Matthews, and you're playing with, uh, who's he playing with? Pontus Holmberg and Alex Steves tonight. Like that's not, right. There's no other way to look at it. But that's the most. Well, I was yeah. trying to you be respectful to the guys. You, you know what I mean? I, I know. But even he's like, uh, listen, Sheldon, don't act like you're trying to get my game going here. Like I'm getting sent to the to the outer reaches of the lineup. I, I think for him. Now the good thing is Sheldon said, you know, he'll be back. But for Michael Bunting, he's at his best and he's effective when he plays kind of with physicality and with emotion. And with energy. And when he's not so good, you know, some of those elements are lacking. And, you know, I think Sheldon just kind of wants him to get back that kind of emotional temperature in his game. Being under control, but, but bringing it in, it's hard. Like, I, I, I am sympathetic to the challenging challenges to Michael Bunting to try to, like, bring that irritation. At, you, want, you want the other team to hate you by the end of the, every night. Like, it's, it's a lot. It's demanding. And if you're tired, it's going to be really hard to do. But... Um, I think he gets back there because while Kerfoot has been good defensively, and I think that's part of why he did it again tonight, because without Tavares, without O'Reilly, I think Austin Matthews is going to have to play against Tisher or against Hughes or maybe a bit against both of them, and he wants a better defensive player out there, and he trusts Kerfoot more than Bunting defensively. 
And so that's part of the reason, because I think Kerfoot's last goal was like 18 games ago. So it's not like, you know, he's getting a bump because he's producing, even though he played well maybe the last couple games. So uh, I think it's more of a shock to the system to bunt and get him to play better so he can get back to that line sooner rather than later. Yeah, it'll be a fun one tonight. Leafs Devils on TSN 4. Enjoy it, Johnny. We'll do it later in the week. All right, boys. Have a good night. Mike Johnson, our TSN hockey analyst. And Kerfoot, a better skater as well. Like, this Devils team can skate. Yeah. They can skate. And that could could factor in the defensive side, keeping up. Like, that'll be interesting to see. You know, with, with O'Reilly out and Tavares out, those are, those are two big absences. And Shen's out. Gustafson's not going to play on the back end. Samsonov and net. It's a big. I think it's a moment well, for the Leafs, right? Sure I think they got to show up tonight. I expect and, they will. And depth down the middle, like Sam Lafferty's playing center ice. Is mm-hmm. that second line center? Like, looks a lot different when you you know that was the with the acquisition. It was Matthews, Tavares, O'Reilly type of thing down the middle, and now it's not. Just I mean, for tonight, let's not get crazy because if Tavares is playing Saturday, then looks a lot different. But tonight. It's a it's a leaner roster. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Our best bets brought to you by FanDuel later in the hour. Steve Phillips will join us on the Vladdy injury. Doesn't seem concerning. You say Kikuchi looking pretty good. The pitch clock early in spring. What's he thinking about all that? Steve will join us next.